All right. Hey, uh, many names have uh, gone on top of this uh, list, this win, this championship list, talking about the future West Moto Canadian Arena Cross Series out in Chilliwack, B.C. It used to jump around all over the place, but uh, lately it's been at the Chilliwack Heritage Park there in Chilliwack, and we have got the most recent champion on the line right now. We've got Parker Eels. Parker, how you doing, man? I'm doing very well. How are you doing? I'm doing great, dude. I'm uh, happy to talk to you about this because, I mean, um, this it's, you know, Future West Moto Canadian Arena Cross champ is a big deal across the country, but it's it's huge in BC. I mean, some of the names that have gone on to win that and then gone on to win Canadian championships and stuff like that, you got to be pretty pumped. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's definitely a long list of names of some very good riders that have done it. So, yeah, it's cool to be a part of it. And, uh, yeah, I'm pretty happy about it for sure. All right, now I got to ask you this. I mean, uh, we're we're well, we're we're talking right now. It's a little bit late my time, which is because you just got home from work, and I always think it's comical when we have like a <laughs> you just won a title, a professional title, and ask you what you do for work. But uh, what is it you do from work? You just got home. Uh yeah, I just got home from uh, a long day out there in the elements. You know, I do the I work in the civil construction uh, industry, so we do all like the utilities in the ground, the water, the storm and sanitary, your hydro, your cable your shot and all the fun stuff build roads so yeah another day you know making it uh making it happen and working towards some uh some more riding and all that fun stuff you know okay nice nice now what uh, what is the uh, weather happening out there oh it's all over the place it was uh minus 10 last week and now it's thawing out and pouring rain and it's everything in between from that we were getting everything right now it's crazy Okay. All right. Well, we've obviously jumped to the uh, the headline here, which is that you won the championship. Um, but let's uh, let's let's back it up. I don't know. I don't remember you riding little bikes and stuff like that in there. Because I mean, everybody has come up through the ranks and stuff, but I can't remember you coming up through the ranks. No. Yeah. I had a. I didn't really ride much until I was probably fourteen, fifteen. I think that was the first time I did arena cross in the junior class. I think it was. But yeah, I never really had a. 65 or a super mini or even like a c career anything like that i think i just put the intermediate plates on when i was about 16 and then uh been slowly working at it every year and getting better and better it seems like see that's pretty cool to hear i mean a lot of people hear that and be kind of surprised that it can actually happen you know what i mean i the, you did it and it's kind of cool that it did like that's i guess that's obviously why i don't have any super mini photos of you but what year are we talking what was your first year racing the uh that arena cross series uh, I think that would have been probably 2014, maybe 2013, I think something around then. Oh man. Cause I was out there. I, I recorded every main event live that, uh, that year, if it was 14 for sure. Uh, what was number, what number was on your bike back then? It would have been the the OG number five two six on a Honda in the junior class. Oh man, I'm gonna have to scour some results and, uh, go through some old hard drives tomorrow and, uh, look for the five two six or back there. Yeah, you should. See what's actually there. <laughs> All right. So how, now, how many years have you done the pro pro events there? Um, I would say, I think 2018 was, I think maybe 2017, I did it as an intermediate, did a couple of rounds, didn't do very good at all. I think I just made the mains because there wasn't enough guys. But yeah, I think 18 was kind of when the pro plates were on. Right. And you still would have been the 526 then, right? Yes, five two six in twenty eighteen. All right, I'm definitely gonna go look for some uh, some old some old flattering photos of you. Oh yeah, you have some from twenty eighteen. I think you're out there, weren't you? Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm now. The Husqvarna. I... What? On the Husqvarna in 2018. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, okay. All right, well, um, I mean, like I say, many of these big names have come through this series, Canadians, Americans, uh, all over the place. What was, I mean, I know it was a bit, uh, obviously with the the COVID, the pandemic, all that stuff, it was a bit rough the past few years. We're just kind of getting our feet going again, like with opening it up and stuff like that. Competition was a bit different this year. I mean, we had some heavy hitters come in and they weren't there, then they were there, but uh, man, you got to be in it to win it, right? To uh, talk about the competition, how it went. It was, uh, it was four... Four weekends of two nights each, right? Yeah, four weekends. It was uh, like Saturday night kind of show deal and then like a Sunday kind of like a regular outdoor race type format. But yeah, the competition, um, I wouldn't say it was what it has been in the past couple of years. There was definitely some top guys for sure, like Tanner Ward, Julian Benick, Colin Duran, Jacob Piccolo, obviously. So there was definitely some really fast guys that, you know, could easily win it too. I mean, not all of them were there every round. So that exactly, kind of, yeah. That helped for me, but it wasn't like I was getting, you know, destroyed by them. I was pretty close almost in every single race. Like, it wasn't like I was three seconds off lap times, right? So it definitely helped that I did every single round. But, yeah, I mean, it kind of sucks those guys didn't. It would have been a different story, I think, in the end. But, you know, still happy to get it done, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I'm not trying to downplay that at all. I mean, uh, like you say, Tanner Ward was there. He injured, uh, obviously blew out his ACL. We had some guys there, odd weekends and stuff like that. Former champ, Colin Duran, he, he crashed. He had a beating in the face there and stuff too. So, uh, I mean, like you say, you have to be there to uh, to win it, and you did. And I think I think when some of the guys were there, you did take a win. I was there for, I want to say, the second round kind of thing. Did you not win? Which one did you win? The second round on the Sunday, yeah, I I went uh, 1-1 in the mains. But I think the night before, Tanner got hurt. So, But either way, it was still good. Okay, right, right. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, uh, yeah, man, you weren't without wins and stuff like that. But like you say, consistency and being there is what took it, man. But, um, uh, okay, well, let's, uh, I want to talk about um, the, the tracks and stuff. I mean, because it's a two-room. If you haven't watched it or been able to see it, I mean, we've done it live the past couple of years as well. I mean, I've been out there where you broadcast it live so everybody can see what happened, but that didn't happen this year. But uh, it's two rooms. It's like the biggest arena cross you're going to see uh, square footage-wise. How how are the tracks this year? Uh, the tracks are really good. Yeah, no, it definitely helps that the barn is pretty big. We're almost doing 40-second lap time. So that's, uh, you know, that's only, what, 10, 10, 12, 14 seconds off of Supercross. So it's definitely bigger than most arena cross races. But, yeah, the... The tracks are great, especially the last two rounds. Um, uh, Dylan Kalen actually came out and built the last two, so they were pretty pretty challenging for sure. The one round we actually had a really long set of whoops that were pretty big, and only probably two or three of us in the pro class could actually stay on top and skim them, which was kind of cool to see, and some, some good rhythms, which was nice. So, yeah, it was a definitely some really good tracks for sure. Oh, it's interesting. Dylan Kalen came out. Who was doing the, uh, the previous ones? Uh, I think the previous ones was Norm... Svensson, his son Luke Svensson races the intermediate and pro class, but uh, yeah, I'm not too sure why he didn't do the last couple. All right. Well, yeah, and I know how it normally works too. You kind of, you kind of ease your way into it. You don't uh, try to take everybody out in the first round, and maybe by the final ones, you kind of have a little more challenging stuff. Which, whether that was on purpose or not, sounds like it's what happened uh, with Dylan Kalen and, and the gang putting up a nice track. But now we're, we're talking about Dylan building the track. What what about a guy who wins the championship and then a photo floats my way that has you inside some kind of machinery tearing it down? Yeah, actually, I ended up 
grooming all weekend between all the <laughs> sessions with um, actually Blake Davies, Blake Davies' dad, Brandon Davies, and then uh, Braxton Zietner's dad, Corey Zietner. So, you know, us three and a couple others uh, were taking care of the track. It's, you know, grooming it between all the sessions and taking it down. There wasn't, uh, there wasn't really much else help to be honest. So, uh, you know, it's always fun to get in some equipment and knock some dirt around, you know? So, you know, it's just, uh, I mean, I made a joke about that in the, in the comment on the post I put up, but, uh, talk about the most Canadian thing ever. You win the thing, you do a, you shot, you chug a, a lucky logger, and then you hop in the machinery and, uh, and tear down the track. Yeah, that's, uh, I think that's Canada at its finest right there, but you know, um, I don't think I can think of a better weekend, to be honest. All of that was pretty good. Right. See, I've got to make a big deal out of it because that's got to be that's got to go down in some Canadian folklore. That's that's pretty. That that can't happen very often. No, I don't think you see all of that happening in a weekend very often. No. <laughs> now, what uh, what were the what were the crowds like and stuff like that? Did people come in? I mean, I mean um, historically, they're Friday, Saturdays. Friday's slightly weaker than the Saturdays for uh, spectators. But uh, were they able to get in there? And was it was it okay? Yeah, honestly, the first two rounds, the Saturdays were okay. The Sundays are usually pretty dead. The Sundays are usually just like the parents of, you know, the other classes and all that. But the last two rounds, the uh, the Saturdays were actually pretty good from what I heard, especially because uh, they were pretty good because even though the the beer gardens weren't open, I was actually surprised to see that many people in the stands. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Because I mean, historically, that's just been uh, that's been the place to be at uh, years past. Like you say, the beer gardens is up top, overlooking the one room of the track, and and uh, the tons of people show up, old uh, racers from BC and and all over the place. But unfortunately, we're not quite back to that spot yet. Are they under uh, protocols and stuff still? No protocols. I think that has something to do with uh, the city of Chilliwack runs the beer garden at heritage park so there's something to do something going on i think and for some reason we we weren't allowed to use it because that definitely uh that place is usually packed you know with old people that used to race and dads and all that stuff i just love it and you know usually, i think a lot of them weren't there for that reason to be honest. <laughs> right right yeah it, it, uh, it becomes quite a scene when it uh when it's all everything's running normally out there for sure i know i've been there since well obviously long many many years and it's been uh, been pretty crazy over the years and a lot of and good times but uh going back to the racing um i know you had to make some passes to get to the front you got passed at the front a couple times like how how were your battles and how was uh like the actual on track racing yeah it was really good um the first couple weekends were good too i was actually on a 250 that weekend so i was just getting used to it used to a 250 again i hadn't ridden one in a long time but the battles were good had some good starts some not so good starts so got to battle with the guys up there and then uh the last weekend was probably the best weekend for me me and uh jake seemed to kind of find each other he definitely got the better of me for sure in every race but you know it was nice to lead about half the main a couple of the main events for over half the race and do as much as i could to keep him behind me but he definitely had a little bit more speed than me so you know it was good for sure Wow, that's that's amazing, man. Yeah, good good stuff. Now, what? To, how about um, also as a as a pro guy going into these things at this race, these events? Uh, what's uh, what was the prize money kind of situation this season? It was good. Future West did a really good job um, getting the pro purse back up from definitely the previous years. You know, I'm sure it was a struggle for struggle for everyone with COVID and everything. So they did a really good job, and uh, it honestly kind of sucks. The pro turnout wasn't as good as it should have been for the purse and everything that they gave out because I thought it was pretty fair, but uh, the numbers were kind of down. It was kind of a weird, kind of a weird year. 
Right, right. Hey, uh, okay, now what about um, what about pit reporter, uh, the direct motocross volunteer, Kyle Springman, getting in your faces there and stuff like that, although he kind of fell asleep on the final night, which uh, kind of sucked, but uh, how, how was he doing? Oh, he's doing good, you know, Canadian moto memes, he's just, you know, keeping at it, you know, <laughs> staying busy on staying busy on social media, you know, helping you out. Sure, that's, that joke's never going to get old. No, never. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm assuming because I didn't get the final day's podium, he, he just sent me a text and said, uh, I don't worry, the podium was the same, just use yesterday's. I'm like, come on, I'm not using yesterday's. <laughs> so so uh, did that mean you guys went celebrating? I saw a picture with Courtney Lloyd there as well, so I'm, I'm assuming you guys went out for some dinner? Uh, on Sunday, the, uh, the podium was, this, I think it was the exact same as the night before. It was me, Jake, and Blake for the first moto, and then me, Jake and Tyler Yates in the second moto. Well, it really but, was uh, exactly the same. Yeah, it was the exact same. And then, uh, no, there was no no time for celebrating after we spent, uh, as soon as the racers were done, we were probably there until 8.30, tearing down the track. Kyle helped out and Brandon Davies and Corey Zietner. So, yeah, no no celebrating yet. <laughs> wow, that's a, that's a, that's disappointing. Yeah, we're, the weekend's coming up. Friday is only a three days away, so we can uh, we can look forward to that. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, uh, well, congratulations, man. And that's uh, like like I say, there's the, the names that uh, I mean, the fact that like you say, you know, some maybe the numbers were down and stuff like that, but there were at the, at the top level there were fast guys there. So I mean, history will show your name at the top of that. So that's uh, congratulations on that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. You know, like I said before. All the pros that were there were really good. We didn't have the high, you know, numbers, like 12 to 14 guys, but uh, I definitely was in the mix, which was good, so I was happy about it. It definitely helped that I hit all the rounds. There wasn't, I don't think, there was only like five or six guys that did all the rounds, but uh, it was still good that uh, when the fast, fast guys were there, I was still in the mix with them, not getting my, uh, my butt whipped, you know. Nice. All right, well, okay, well, that covers that. Now, the next big thing is uh, you're... Um... You're getting ready to do something next too. You're going to make an, take another run at a couple of Supercross rounds, right? Yeah, the plan at the moment is to do the first four West rounds. I'm actually heading down. Um, I got another week and a half of work left. I'm heading down December 17th, which gives me like three weeks of prep before A1. So I'm heading down there. Going to stay at Kevin Urquhart's place for six weeks and uh, wow. take a stab at the 250 West series. Of down there wow 250 awesome man okay so you're gonna you're gonna go down before christmas you're gonna be down there for christmas interesting yeah it's definitely uh it's kind of the only time i could get to get down there before the racing and uh we get a little slow at home with work and all that so it's a good time actually to get down there and actually get a bit of prep before riding supercross you know seattle last year i rode about two days on a hybrid hybrid arena cross supercross track (laughs) so uh it's time to get a little bit more experience under the belt you know that's right yeah obviously it'll help you have to like we tell everybody whether it's outdoors or indoors if you want to do it you've got to immerse yourself in it and not be blown away when you show up to a race unprepared it's just uh it's too big too big an event to do that for sure you you also uh, i saw you last year was at san diego i saw you yeah i was down there for san diego and anaheim too i think i was able to go to both of those because i was down there for two weeks and in the end of january all right, and did you you didn't have a bike though? You weren't down there riding, were you? I had a bike. I had my 450 down there. That was just uh, I had just gotten a KTM 450, so uh, the weather was really crappy at home. And Kyle and myself actually decided to go down for a couple of weeks to get out of it and you know get a little bit of riding in before the season started. 
All right, cool, man. Well, um, all right, so you're, uh, I mean, you're the Canadian champ now, man. You're heading down there. What are your expectations? Honestly, I just want to, I mean, I'd love to make every night show for sure and just kind of get better and better every weekend. I mean, I don't really have a ton of Supercross experience. I mean, the biggest thing is, uh, you know, being safe about it and trying to get better every single day and kind of go from there. I mean, this will actually be the, it'll be some good prep for me. Like usually before outdoors, I'm just riding on the weekends and the occasional night during the week. So this will actually be like three or four, five, six good weeks of actually just motocross. So I'm pretty excited about it for Supercross for me. Awesome, man. Well, I'll see you out there for sure, man. That'll be, that'll be great. Hey, um, how old are you, by the way, now? I'm 23 at the moment. 24 in April. Getting up there. 24? That's April. That's a long ways away. You don't have to, you don't have to mention 24 yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting close. <laughs> and just for people who uh, maybe aren't familiar, you're not a little guy. How tall and how much do you weigh? How tall are you? Yeah, definitely not little. Uh, I'm about six foot three-ish, you know, hover around the... A 200 mark but i think for the anaheim one way and we're going to be about 190 we're getting down there can't be the 450 weight anymore <laughs> yeah there you go yeah so people who are listening yeah he's a six you're on the high side of six three i would have to say probably but uh yeah probably around there <laughs> <laughs> six three 200 pounds racing to 250 so uh you can control it easily but uh you're lacking a bit on the start power perhaps Yes, definitely lacking a little bit on the power, but uh, I invested a little bit of money into getting the motor done up for myself. Nothing too crazy, but I think it'll be good. Actually, that KTM 250 is really good. I was quite surprised riding it stock at Arena Cross. It could, uh, I could jump everything I could on my 450, so I was pretty happy about it. Oh, amazing. I think huh? it'll be fun. So that's kind of your race setup already you've got figured out? Yeah, pretty much. I sent the motor down a couple of weeks ago to XBR Motorsports, so I'm going to pick that up when I get down there, and then... Uh, yeah, everything else is all ready to go, pretty much. Awesome. And who is uh, who is helping you out? Same guys, or what's uh, who's helping you out? Uh, just to do it all, like yeah, yeah, yeah. like um, well, yeah, like whole shot motorsports direct uh, suspension, uh, Carlson's Fox Canada, Newf, you know, hundred percent Matrix. All those guys are helping support the program, and there's a couple local guys actually too that are kind of helping out. Uh, Joe Brown, he's uh, a local guy that kind of helps me out. I help this kid out and all that. But, you know, a lot of it, uh, Kyle Springman, for sure, he's uh, volunteering some of his time to come help me. So, yeah. But, I mean, a, a good chunk of it is my uh, my funds from, you know, working all year and saving to go riding. So, I think uh, a big chunk of it is that, too, you know. Right, right. Okay, okay. All right. Well, um, man, so you're you to drive down and you're driving your truck down. Do you have a trailer? What are you bringing down? Yeah, I'm just driving my truck, and I got a little enclosed trailer that I uh, got a couple months ago that I've been using, setting it up, you know, so I'm just going to stay at Kevin Urquhart's place, and then, uh, you know, probably just go to the races on Saturday morning for the for three of the rounds. Oakland, we're going to have to get some hotels, but uh, most of them, uh, I think I'm just going to stay at Kevin Urquhart's and uh, go from there, because everything's pretty close. Nice. Does he still have that separate uh, kind of guest house kind of thing all set up for different people? Oh, yeah, the mobile home, it's all ready to go. <laughs> is that what it is? It's a mobile home? Is it a double wide? Yeah, it's mo- there's, like a mo- there's like a mobile home, and then you've got like a couple of C-cans set up with a garage, and there's like an overhang that goes from the C-can to the mobile with like an outdoor kitchen and all that, so he's still got that going. 
All right. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. I'll have to, I'll, have to uh, I'll have to come see you boys. Head for a bicycle ride and stuff out there while we're out. Yeah, for sure. We'll just ride right from the house. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. We're gonna miss that big hill though that Pettis took me on. Oh no, that one's fun. <laughs> All right. All right, man. Well, uh, it's great talking to you. Congratulations on uh, taking this win. Uh, anything else you wanna you wanna let us know? Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um. No. Not really. Hoping uh, to get some things sorted out for outdoors next year you might only see me at the west coast rounds it's getting pretty tough to do the the east coast swing you know it's uh you know tough to take the summer off and uh, be gone for two and a half months but uh we'll see we'll see what we do maybe we'll do some outdoor some ama outdoors instead and come to walton at the end of the year or something like that oh look at that okay cool. hey i gotta ask you with with one of the uh thickest and best heads of hair in the game there what uh, what's what, what are you thinking for a hairstyle for a1 you got to do something Oh, I don't know. I might just uh, keep growing it. It's quite long right now, you know. Let it let it flow. It might look good. Like a big thick mohawk or something, maybe. Yeah, something like that. That could be good. Like what Ken Roxon did last year, but I'll it's going to be like four times as long. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> well, awesome. I appreciate you taking the time to uh, let us know how it went. Like I said, congratulations, and um, man, good luck with your training, and good luck when we see you down there at A one. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate the phone call. It was. Uh, it's always nice talking to you, and I'm uh, sure we'll see you in a couple of weeks down in California for sure. All right, man. Sounds good. Thanks for the chat, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, sounds good. Have a good night. Okay, bye-bye.